Alright guys, welcome back to the podcast again. Um Let's see. Um how do I organize my thoughts? Uh we know today is a is a big day. Um with the situation with Roe versus Wade. Um but today, you know, I want to talk about a general topic that can be relevant but not maybe too directly related. I'm pretty sure so many people have content out there that's directly related, but um I want to post something about a kind of a relevant topic to, you know, how different things, different policies, different laws, different um, you know, stressors, you know, especially if you have some sort of a minority status, whether that's, you know, ethnically or racially or religiously or gender-wise or, you know, LGBT community or, you know, maybe you're from an indigenous population or, I mean, there's so many different minority groups um, and a lot of groups get impacted. you know, the most by certain types of of rights being taken away um, or removed or certain rights being denied. Um, But, you know, overall, it just contributes to a lot more stress, a lot more anxiety for people, a lot more worry, a lot less options and opportunities and you know it it you know can be damaging to family line- lineages um you know you know the less resources you have available to you um the the potential for less health um overall right uh mental health physical health whatever that looks like um and then throw on top of that you know, a pandemic, they're on top of that, the economy tanking, they're on top of that, you know, everything costs how, who knows how much more, like, in some cases, a lot of things are, like, double what they used to be in 2019, um, you know, this, all this kind of stuff wears on people, even if, even if you are in a, in a privileged position, you know, it's hard to really ignore any of, any of this stuff, um, and, so, you know, today I really do want to talk about, you know, about ego, about not necessarily ego in the sense of, uh, um, not, not like directly with social relationships, dating, family relationships, not necessarily like that so much, a little bit, but, um, kind of more so with work, I guess I would say work, school, you know, career related, um, you know, income related and, you know, financial stability related topics. Um, because a lot of times it's really the, you know, the ego that we kind of notice, um, coming up 
um, that can lead to poor performance. And, you know, there are a lot of things attached to performance, right? Um, So usually at work, usually at school, you know, usually even if you don't go to school, even if you're not working for um, a company and you're working for yourself or however it is that you sustain yourself and your family, you know, it takes some form of effort where you're going out there, you're doing something, um, you, even if that's, you know, if you have a condition that, you know, you qualify for disability support services, mind you, I know those services aren't a lot of money. Um, usually people who work, the majority of people who work are able to make more than people who are on disability are able to make. And a lot of times people who get disability, you know, they're, they're in poverty. And so, you know, I know there's always a lot of, uh, you know, it's a, it's a complex topic. Um, but even with disability, it can be taken away. Um, sometimes maybe rightfully, maybe a person is no, maybe they're, they get healed or they get, you know, recovered and they no longer need the disability. And, you know, if that happens, that's like best case scenario, if it gets taken away for that reason. But sometimes, you know, I've seen people get their disability taken away because, they got some money or saved some money or somebody gave them some money um, or, you know, they went and started driving Uber or something or qualified for one benefit and then it just kicked them out of um, their other benefits. And, you know, so it's really hard for people to to get um, on top or feel stable and secure um, when they have disability um, money. Um, and a lot of times, you know, it is up to, you know, going to doctor's appointments, checking with those providers. Those providers need to be consistently reporting that a person is still disabled. Um, and even if the doctors do everything right, even if the patient does everything right, even if the paperwork goes in and it's right, you know, somebody can always screw up the paperwork. Somebody can always, you know, change the the rules and say, hey, you can't get this anymore. You no longer qualify for this money. You no longer qualify for this little bit of money that we're giving you. Um, even though you can't, you know, stably work, right? So disability isn't necessarily... I know a lot of people who might not be too educated about disability, they they might think, oh, this person's getting free money. But it's like the amount of free money you get is not that much money. Um, I think in San Diego now, people are barely getting, barely getting close to a thousand dollars. Some people, you know, I know people still getting six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a month. That's a full month for a grown adult to get under a thousand dollars. Um, but I'm barely now seeing some people getting a little bit over a thousand per month. Um, rent of a studio, you can't really find a studio in San Diego for less than four, 
$1,500 or so at the moment, like talking Zillow searches. I'm not talking like Radpad, Craigslist, just search all over and, and find like somebody's shed in the back, you know, or like a pool house that some old guy is like renting out or whatever. Even those are like still close to 1300 So you can't even really afford your own solo place on $1,000 a month. Um, and you usually can't afford a car. You usually, you know, can't afford to move, um, at least not easily. You usually can't afford to save, and you might get $30 or so for, like, EBT money for, like, food stamps and things like that. So you're really not, you know, rolling in it. And I know San Diego is, you know, a different beast when it comes to the economy, um, but that's just an example. I know there are people in other places making making less. The cost of living is usually less than it would be in San Diego. Um in in a lot of places. Not every place, but San Diego is one of the highest um priced cities to rent in anyways at the moment. I think we did surpass San Francisco sometime in um uh, of, uh, February of 2022. So, um, I'm just saying all that because, you know, even people on disability, there is a form of work that goes into it. It's not like, okay, here's your thousand dollars and you have to sit back and like, just sit back, watch TV, relax. You know, it's like people don't have money to go out. This isn't the kind of money that you can like take out and go do something. And if you have a disability, it's not like you're usually getting the funds like right away. Like usually people need that money and have to prove for almost three years worth of appointments that they don't um, that they can't work. And so imagine having no income for three years and still getting denied and having to appeal or getting the money and then something else happens and then your money gets taken away and you literally can't work anyways for physical or mental health reasons or a combination of reasons, right? So if we even start looking at that picture, um, that kind of sets the stage for, you know, what if you don't have a disability, but you just find it that, you know, either your physical health is declining, your mental health is declining, with the economy, it might be harder for some people to afford food, afford services, have energy to get to services, um, support services. Services are, are being heavily impacted um, in a way that a lot of people can't get appointments. Right now, I have a, I have a client who um, is, in a, is in a, we got her into a, temp, uh, a transitional housing site and um she has to have certain disability funds um temporary disability funds to pay um the rent there and it's a very reduced rate of rent um but the doctors are starting to decline to sign the paperwork and so the doctors don't want to sign off on it anymore they're creating new policies where they won't sign but this person literally can't work they can barely walk and then, you know, they're trying to, you know, resolve the situation with being able to walk. They cannot walk. And then they try to um, get around and do what they need to be doing. But, you know, they're running out of energy. They're like physically in pain to the point where they have to be sleeping more, resting more. Um, and they can't really move 
as freely as they'd like without pain. Um, they can't really, you know, eat properly. Um, how's this person expected to really get up and go get a job? You know, it's not really going to happen. Um, and then they also can't afford to lose their housing or the temporary uh, shelter option that they have right now, too, because it is like a paid option. Um, they're paying for this bed and it's not full price. It's not like a studio price and it's not a single private room. You know, there, it's a shared house with a bunch of people and the people in the house all qualify because, you know, they have unmanaged symptoms related to their emotional states. And so, you know, it's not like people get to kick back and like, you know, um, just like relax and do what they want to do. It's like they're on a program there and they also have to put up with situations with other people and their lives, you know, and how other people just might be disrespectful and unkind and make them sad. Um, and then on top of that, you know, um, they're, you know, trying to get permanent disability, um, and on top of that, you know, they need some kind of income to be actually able to transition out of that uh, shelter option, but cannot work. And so, you know, that's kind of what it looks like when somebody doesn't have disability, but they're trying to get disability and trying to sustain themselves. It's like, if you don't have family to depend on, um, or if your family can't support you or won't support you, I mean, three years is a long time and it's still not a guarantee and that's three years to maybe make $600 a month, maybe make $1,000 a month. And, you know, it's a process just to get to that point, right? So that's another stage, you know, and then you go from those stages to, you know, maybe people who can work, who don't qualify for disability, but do have problems that, you know, interfere with their work, um, at least on occasion, um, a lot of the forms, you know, they'll ask you questions like, uh, like, can you, like, do you feel like you need more breaks than others? Um, do you feel like you can, you know, work a shift this amount of time? Like, how often do you lose concentration? Um, things like that, right? And, um, you know, when you're looking at disability paperwork, those are the types of things you're you're needing to um compare to like you know if you think about a 40 hour work week like a typical let's just keep it typical like the typical 40 hour corporate work week um with the benefits everything you're making a little bit over minimum wage but you're not maybe making bank um let's say you you're you make enough to rent a room but you can't really afford um, an actual, you know, private studio apartment or anything like that, um, anywhere within a 100 mile range of where you work. So it wouldn't really be like an ideal drive, driving about a couple hours one way every day to and from work. That's not ideal, right? Um, and say you have a car, say it's paid off, right? Um, <clears throat> paid off, reliable, um, We'll keep it at least that minimally simple on this end for now. So that's the scenario, right? And if you notice that, you know, you don't sleep well, if you notice you don't eat well, 
or, you know, maybe you don't have the appetite or maybe you're always fatigued. Um, and, you know, that's already going to impact your function at work. And if you think about needing the focus, needing to have emotional energy, needing to be able to interact with coworkers or clients or whatever you do at your work, if there's social interaction involved, you have to be like polite, appropriate, respectful. You can't just be like popping off because you're in a bad mood and tired and sore and hungry and, you know, exhausted, right? And then you take that and you... Um, you take it and you, and you, um, you know, look at what options do you have, right? Mm, so if you look at, you know, your typical work day, usually you'll get what an eight hour shift, a 30 minute lunch, two 10 minute breaks, right? Um, is that enough of a break for you? That's already the first question. With the breaks that are there, is this enough break for you? Sometimes the answer is not going to be yes. Sometimes you you feel like you need more breaks, meaning you can't focus even when you are working, even when you did have those breaks, meaning you don't feel emotionally well, meaning, you know, physically you might feel sore in your body, like somatic type of things going on. Um, you might feel, um, um, you might feel sleepy, you might feel, um, um, just like you can imagine how you feel. It's not. It's not unpredictable, right? Um, But think about that, right? Think about, you know, that's kind of the day you're coming into. Um, And how many days can you sustain that without taking days off outside of weekends, right? Um, And so... How The reason why I'm saying how how the ego kind of plays into, into this type of a topic... Um, is that sometimes a person, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how every job works, honestly, but usually you have like some kind of standard you have to meet, right? Like I've worked at the mall before where it was like, you know, all the certain sections of a store needed to be folded, put away, or, you know, the new stuff, it was like overnight work, the new stuff needed to be laid out in a certain arrangement, um, for the next sale coming up or the prices on certain items needed to be, you know, changed, um, in stock, like, and on shelving and racks, um, you know, by a certain time, by the next day, right? So it's like, you can't, if you're the night team, you can't leave until that's done, right? Um, you can't leave until your section is done and then you help other people with their sections and you get your section kind of approved. Um, it needs to be like neat, nice, neat, you know, like good work, right? Um, so if you're doing sloppy work, if you're doing slow work, usually those things are not gonna help. 
Um, and then let's go to um, um, so, you know, you could work maybe work the floor of a job, you know, or work a register at a job, you know, usually there's a speed, you know, you don't want the lines getting too long, you don't want customers complaining and things like this, right, there's a lot that you don't want to have happen, um, there's a, and there's a, um, You know, so say, you know, what do you do when that happens, right? You only have so many days and times you can take off. My job, for example, we have a certain amount of minutes that we have to log of actually doing things that are considered contributing to our productivity. Um, At this job, we have to have three and a half, no, three, 360 minutes, meaning that technically... You can have about two hours of your day. Mind you, 50 minutes of it is a, co- a combination of breaks and um, a combination of breaks and um, and lunch, lunch break for 30 minutes. Right. Uh, and then the two tents, that's 50 minutes already. So then you have another 70 minutes where you can, you know, you won't be faulted for like zoning out like it's not recommended to be zoning out but it's like you know it happens you know and so 70 minutes right but that means that there were 70 minutes in the day when you weren't working right it might not be a consecutive 70 minutes where you're just like staring at the computer but like 70 minutes where you weren't doing something right um so one thing i noticed for myself is i'll get slow with either you know, it was stuff that should be quick, you know, like how long does it take to call somebody? The phone rings through, goes to a voicemail, you leave them the voice message and then you type out a note about what you did. That shouldn't take that long. If it starts taking me more than like seven to 15 minutes and starts taking me like 25, 27, 30 minutes just to like do that sequence, you know, it's like that's an issue, right? Because it's taking too long to do a simple task the energy is not behind it or if I notice I'm just not focusing because I log every minute to minute of what I do and so if at, at 10 12 at 10 13 I start doing something from 10 13 to 10 18 and then you know I pick up a different task from 10 18 to 11 15 and then I get up and take a break from 11 15 to 11 um 25 then I go from 11 25 back to the first task that I ended at 10 18 you know it's like I'm logging it like that all day so that I know eventually I get to 360 minutes but if there's like all these times where I'm like okay this is the time that I stopped doing this thing and then eventually you tally up 70 minutes worth of having not done anything then that means you don't have any more time that you can really take as a break 
for that day and you need to be working and logging up to 360 minutes. So I notice when I start to get um, either like on that level where it's like I'm literally zoning out more than is allowed or I'm taking way longer on tasks that should take like a, a short amount of time um, or just no energy to really do certain things. Like certain times I'm like, there's certain people I just don't have energy to talk to because it's just too fatiguing for me and it's like sometimes I'm just coming in already on empty and it's like okay if I start on empty I can't really you know it's just like with your car you know if if you start on empty there's only far so far you're going to be able to push right so far you're going to be able to go and then when you get to the point where you have to get out and push the car how far can you push the freaking car right like it makes almost more sense you know you got to walk um, to go get the gas and then walk all the way back or whatever, you know, like, but I just take that into consideration, I would say, um, so there's, there's a, um, a legal dynamic here, um, not legal, sorry, I'm just an ego, sorry, I'm so tired, I don't, I don't even know know what I'm saying so there's an ego dynamic that goes on with this type of situation right because you have options when you get to a point where you can't perform your work um so if you're too slow you might need more breaks but you might not be able to get more breaks right but you if you're too slow you need something that's going to boost your energy right caffeine doesn't always just do the trick and so you need something that's going to keep you you know energized usually the reason why things are slow is because your mind is if you're not fatigued and tired or you know haven't slept well or something or haven't eaten you know if you've eaten fine and you're hydrated and all those basic basic things are are covered um usually it's because your mind is full with a bunch of stuff that just you haven't really processed it yet and it's taking up processing speed basically um you're not really able to kind of process and you know one of my friends uh was telling me because i know memory theory um was mimicked after you know computer models right so you have processing you have memory you have well i don't know was it the other way i don't know oh am i wrong on this it might be the other way around but either way like you know, my friend was saying, you know, stuff like, you know, with memory and storage and all like, you know, how we kind of compare ourselves to machinery and stuff like that. And I kind of mentioned it once when we were on our way to like a soccer game and, you know, we're walking across, you know, trying to get to the stadium and everything. And, you know, I mentioned like, you know, we're just like checking in, like, how are you doing? And I was just like, yeah, lately I've been, uh, I don't know if I said I've been slow, like my, my, you know, I need a, a reboot, like a a hard restart. Like, I don't know. I said some like computer term, like analogy compared to my, you know, um, how, how I kind of felt I was doing. And you have to excuse, you know, I'm in the house for once. Um, I've been recording in the house lately. I'm in the house. You're going to hear my blinds blowing in the wind. You're going to hear motorcycles, sirens, honking, um, airplanes, helicopters, 
uh, people. <laughs> it's L.A. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it is in L.A. when you have the window open. It's just like, <laughs> okay. But it's kind of warm. Uh, it's not hot, but it's, I like the window open. And even at night, I like the window open. Um, so, yeah. That, you know, that analogy about, you know, comparing yourself to you know, computers or technology and that kind of stuff, like robotic type of things. Um, he was kind of mentioning, like, it's not maybe like the best of ideas to compare ourselves because, you know, we're not robots. Like, we didn't really get into it, but I was kind of like, you know, I can't, like, I value this friend's um, opinions about things, you know, but just, you know, when he said it, and I was just kind of, I wasn't like hurt, hurt, but I was just like, like okay like I like in my head I was like well I like to talk about myself like that and I just you know it only recently hit me where I was just like because I was like struggling with like some you know performance issues at work and it's not like it's even like a like I'm in some kind of disciplinary situation it's just I notice I notice that I'm kind of not as energetic as I need to be at work right now and I um you know, I I was just kind of thinking about it, and not just this week, but I've I think about it from time to time, and I was just like, okay, like we haven't really um, we haven't really been studying, we haven't really um, we haven't really um, resolved, you know, this issue or you know you know, but I was, anyways, what I was thinking about with the, with the memory thing, um, was basically that, you know, we're, we're humans, and we have things that maybe didn't get resolved, and who created the computers, right, humans created them, it's, you know, um, it's something we came up with, and so, um, it's almost like, I don't want to say like a Frankenstein, but it's almost like that, it's like, it's like if you were to take like say if you made uh you know a statue and then put some robotics to it and it was like really good and it actually moved and did stuff and then you start like comparing yourself to it you know it's like it just kind of takes away from like the experience of humans with like the emotional processes that we go through and all the complexities of what we experience. I mean, me even trying to explain this this topic um, is taking me into like so many different areas and how it's all combined too. Because um, when it comes to like the ego on these different uh, types of areas, when it comes to the actual ego, the main issues that we face. Um, or that, you know, you either notice what's happening and going wrong and you say something about it. If you, if, you know, maybe you try to resolve it on your own and then you notice, okay, I'm not resolving this by myself easily. So let me take some steps, you know, and you don't, you know, um, a lot of times with work, depending on the environment, but in a, in a healthy work environment where people have good boundaries, you know, usually you're able to just be like, I need the day off. And then they just give you the day off. No question is asked. If your work is on point, if you're not like way behind, if you're doing what you need to be doing, usually they're not going to like hassle you about this. 
And so usually that's how it should be. They shouldn't have to be asking you about medical stuff. They shouldn't have to be asking you about, um, you know, what are you doing? Where are you going? You know, um, you know, that's not any other business. As long as your work has been getting done and you just need a break, um, they should just allow you the break. That's my opinion. Um, I know some jobs you need to get things covered, you know, certain days or meetings or whatever need to be covered or whatever. But, you know, as long as you're within policies, I guess, at the very least, you know, but then also if your work, if your performance at work is, is suffering, you know, you know, it's good to do something about it before somebody else does something about it, right? You don't want to end up in some disciplinary situation. You don't want to end up getting fired. You don't want to end up, you know, having people like, you know, keeping a close, tight eye on you and, you know, already stressing you out and you're not going to be comfortable anymore. Um, It's good to have work as comfortable as possible so that on your free time, you're freed up to do what you need for yourself and think what you need to be thinking on, you know, and processing things for yourself from your day and reflecting and recovering from work and everything instead of spending your evenings worried about work right so um, when you notice that you know things are a little foggy things are a little you know you know off like it's good to ask yourself you know is there something going on you know that I that is getting in the way that's obvious you know are you are you having a couple extra glasses of wine at night are you you know, drinking too much coffee during the night just to not sleep too early and then staying up till like three in the morning. Um, you know, is there something that's like an immediate thing that you could kind of do that's right there that's related to either like food intake, some kind of substance, sleep, mood, like are you, is, are you just like moody? Um, that that can impact your sleep too honestly especially if you're anxious that that can really impact your ability to like fall asleep stay asleep um depression affects sleep everything affects sleep basically but if you're sleeping your food isn't right and your energy's you're really not going to be right um and then you're just not going to feel good so um is there if there's not something you can immediately do and if it's not easy to take days off that's where I think people start to feel super stuck, right? But it's like, you know, I and I, you know, I feel for people. I I'm not in in a job where I've ever been at a point where somebody's been on my case about taking work off. Um usually for me it's like there's too much work, so I work too fast and um you know, I, I burn myself out in the process, but I I work too fast and then after I'm working too fast, you know, I'm making mistakes that make it so I have to spend time going back and redoing some stuff, right? So that's one thing that I don't do well. Another thing that I don't do well is I do push pretty far past the time when it's like taking me longer to do things than, you know, not even on purpose, but like I said, like when your head gets full, you know, you don't have any more energy to kind of like go as fast as you would when you have a clear when you have a clear mind able to focus right so is there something impacting you know your focus with your speed is because usually you need both of those focus and the speed but if you can't 
do the speedy part, then you need to slow down. And then, you know, maybe slowing down will help you have more focus. And then that will also make it so you don't have to go in and start changing things depending what your job is like. Because that is like, you know, you don't get... That's another thing that contributes to, like, at least on my job, with productivity. We're not... That 360 minutes, you don't account for time editing stuff and time changing things. So it also um, gets in the way of your productivity. Um, So editing... Um, isn't a good place to have to be in if you need to edit for like two and a half hours I mean that's a really long time um but we do have a lot of stuff you know we we do a lot of things um like I mentioned the the person you know the similar situations to the person that I mentioned um that they have going on um that you know all those things take knowledge and resources and looking for resources and collaborating with all these different people you know when the doctors don't fill out paperwork we have to be talking to the doctors you know when the sites are asking for their money for their rent because you know this person has a bill for the transitional place and the you know paperwork isn't done so the money's not coming to them we have to figure something out with them you know if they need to transition out of there and into another place that's free like another like actual like homeless shelter then okay that might have to be the next route um if we you know there are so many routes that we take where it's like we're gonna have to um move out of this move from one route in into the next route um so we're usually um um you know doing that kind of thing right but you know it it's just a lot of stuff that we that we're doing here and you know if you think about it you know at the moment i think i have 38 people on my caseload not everybody has um extreme or severe situations but sometimes we have like six people that are in similar types of situations with a lot of different little things going on here and there with different sites and different doctors and different situations and different paperwork and different financial needs and it's like you know sometimes we're the go-to person that needs to try to try to um do this um so if you have a job that's kind of like this type of work um at least luckily we are able to get you know days off easily and you know i asked for a day off like today around um I don't know what time it was, like almost two o'clock or so, maybe even, maybe even, maybe like 245 or something like that. I thought about it more and I was like, you know, I don't think a two day weekend's going to be enough. And so I was like, I'm just going to request Monday off, you know, like I looked at my Monday. I'm like, I don't really have anything. Um, my main client who I schedule Mondays isn't, isn't, um, going to be, um, She isn't going to be scheduling because she actually has other plans. And so um, I was like, well, that's a perfect day to take off because the end of the month is going to be Thursday and Friday is the start of the month. Um, But I don't really know. 
um, like, I don't really know what, um, what people really are actually, um, what people are really kind of, uh, trying to, Like, when they're trying to protect their ego, you know, usually that's why we don't, not they, us, all of us, you know, that's that's why, you know, we don't really, you know, request the time off or, you know, re- you can even request during your day to take a longer break, you know, like, hey, I just need, um, I need to do this extra thing during during lunch or whatever, um, I'll tell you when I get back, like, that's an extra 30 minutes that you don't have to worry that you're not available, right? Um, and, you know, it's good to know what your signs of burning out look like. And the thing is, when you know them, then you're not, you know, forced into a corner of, like, let me cut corners here or tell a lie here or, you know, do this incorrect over here. And you don't even want to start thinking about fraudulent stuff. You know, there's there's jail time involved. There's tremendous fines involved. It'll probably screw up your career to a point where you probably wouldn't be able to get a job in the same field again. Like you don't even want to go down that kind of kind of a route or kind of a path it's better to just take the days off. And if you really can't handle it and your site really is unhealthy about it, you know, it might be best to find a different place if that's an option for you. Um, I think everyone can be happy at work. Um, but also with the economy come the demands of really needing money. Um, especially like, you know, with all the inflation, like people need more money now. And even though they're getting more money in most places, you're not seeing people, you know, even out even. You're not even evening out to where you were before inflation. It's like, yeah, you're getting paid more, but you're not getting paid at the rate of inflation. So, you know, um, you might be getting a little bit of a raise, but it's not going to make too, too much of a dent. Sometimes you do really have to switch jobs. Um, And I know, you know, for a lot of people that can be scary, you know, or going to school or doing some training. Um, Sometimes that can be scary because it's like, okay, like a lot of times you might have some attachment to your actual, your actual like job career, you know, you might have some attachment to the status or to your role or you might really like the job. You might not want to do anything else um you might really just love it and you know it's easy to be you know um um you know just ignoring those kinds of things but um that is probably where a lot of people can find a lot of peace if possible in all honesty is trying to find that good fit of work and knowing kind of your your balance and this applies for studying too it's like pretty much the same things apply you have certain grades you need to get 
Um, you have certain stuff you need to learn. Um, you know what certain jobs might be looking for and you might need to do specific things even outside of your major if that's necessary just to just to kind of get where you need to get with with you know landing landing a job or making your job for yourself um once you're done studying but you know a lot of times you know it's easy to just be like I mean in in school it's a little bit different because it is kind of hard to take days at some schools I mean you can be professional about it and everything but I feel like school is different from work like a lot of times at work you're not just sitting and listening and somebody else talking um the majority of school is that is is lecturing and learning through lecture styles um at least in you know the U.S. Western culture that's the majority of what you do at school um you're gonna have fun days you're gonna have days where you're like partying and doing other stuff but the majority of school you know you come in and you're sitting at a desk like that's the majority of of most of your classes um and so if you can't do that and sit at a desk and focus enough in every class to get the right information and then come home do your homework and then turn it in on time and accurate work done correct answers get a good grade you know and then understand the material take the exams and then do all the other kind of stuff in between too like you know um electives and other other types of you know extra you know learning on the side and all kinds of other other stuff you know sports um social stuff that you have to do you know you can't just sit at a desk all day learn and then turn in assignments like that that's not the full school experience like you I feel like students have actually a longer day you know like for me when I was in school you know you might be studying before school or after school but you know you're you're you go to school from I went to school from eight till three at one school at another school I went eight thirty to three thirty and then in college my schedule was literally all over the place depending on my classes and when I was commuting to and from a school that was like farther away I would usually um try to schedule the classes close by close close to each other in time so that I didn't have like four or five hour breaks or something even though I could study in all that time but um you know sometimes it's like you'd rather just get the day done um but you know there were some quarters or semesters that I I had just like a really bad schedule I'd be at school from pretty much 10 in the morning to like 10 at night and it was like that's not pleasant right but um so yeah college and grad school and all that my my schedule was a little different and then um so that was that was um school on that end and then there's um school on the end of um you know basically i feel like in school you're mostly there more than you know 8 to 3 um, and then, you know, you're also, um, 
you're also, yeah, you're just, yeah, you're there all day, and then you're studying after school, um, or you're involved in other stuff after school, like, with work, it's, like, other than the commuting part, you know, you're mostly, most jobs, you start and finish within eight hours, um, some jobs, I mean, there's a lot of different types of jobs, but, you know, a lot of jobs, if you're doing, like, eight hours, and you have the kind of job where you're not taking work home, um, then, you know, that's a really good thing, honestly, you're not, you're not taking anything home, um, and so, I think that's what's best, really, is, is to not have to take work home, because then you have all your free time to yourself, but with studying, it's not really like that, you're kind of studying once you get home, you usually at least have to do some kind of homework, um, and you do that for years, <laughs> like, it's like, oh my gosh, and you have to pass your classes to get to the next grade, so it's like, oh my gosh, but, um, yeah, work is kind of like, you can kind of do the same thing for years, I mean, policies change and jobs change, but I don't think they change, like, every year as significantly as it is with, like, school and classes, like, in college, you're changing all your classes, in uh school below you know like high school and below you usually have the same schedule the same routine um throughout every day or you have a block schedule or something but usually you know you take the same classes for a year the same set of classes for a year and then the next school year you start a different set of classes unless you have to repeat something but usually the order of your day is usually the same order at work that can be the case at work um but at work it's more um um you know consistent you know until you change something or until some policy changes like either you're applying for a different job or the job just changes on you um unless you get promoted or something um but yeah i feel like work stays a little more stagnant um, for most people, at least more than a year, usually they're not shifting to whole, a whole different type of set of tasks, but, um, but yeah, just, you know, I'm posting this just so people can like think about it because I think right now it's getting harder and harder to retain jobs. Um, more and more of the companies involved here and there are trying to cut you know, who they're, who they're paying, who they're, um, mm, you know, needing support with, or who they're needing support, um, from, um, you know, they're, they're trying to cut, you know, expenses everywhere that they can, and with that comes a lot of other responsibilities, um, you know, eyes are going to be in a lot of places that they weren't before. And, you know, you don't want to get cut because of, you know, fatigue or being too tired. And, you know, you know, I'm very thankful for my, for my, for my health. Um, uh, because, you know, I know people that unfortunately, you know, they power through, but I'm just like, man, like, you know, to not even have energy to, like, go out, like, ever, hardly, you know, or to not have, um, a desire to do anything but, like, sleep all weekend, um, 
that's kind of how it looks. It's, um, you know, it can get pretty challenging to not even be able to have fun on your free time when you have two free days off. So, um, I mean, and there's only so many days you can take off. And so I know the system is kind of usually pushing people to their, to their max, but, you know, it's good to find things that you can do that replenish you, that refresh you. Um, I like posting these. I mean, it, it kind of just gets a lot out of my head. You guys can tell it's just like, okay, like here you go rambling again. Um, but I feel like it's more productive than, than sitting and, um, doing nothing with, with all of it, you know? Um, like I'm definitely kind of like not fully burning out, but I'm definitely in this transitional stage right now where I'm trying to like think through what I'm doing. Like I have like a general plan, but I need, I need it to be a little more specific. And, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, there, I mean, I get support for it, but it's just a long process. Like I mentioned before about, about like the car stuff and the moving and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it's been such a long process, but I'm like, I'm kind of glad to be doing it. Cause I mean, the economy kind of forced me, like there's always something that's going to like force me. Right. So with the changes in the economy, um, the place where I was living, that wasn't a good fit anyways, the place where I was living was, um, you know, about to change their, you know, they got a new buyer and then the buyer, you know, at the end of the lease, this coming October, 2022, the lease, the lease was going to end. And that buyer, um, was saying that they were going to sell the property, like meaning everyone's going to have to move or they were going to up the rent because the rent was like dirt cheap. And that's the main thing that kept me there was the dirt cheap rent. And so I'm thinking like, okay, like, well, that's what I was thinking then was like, okay, like I'm going to have to get out of here by October anyways. And I'm like, I really don't see things changing too significantly by October. Um, as far as getting what I want, like, I don't want to be living with, with, you know, wild people. Um, and if they're wild, I want them, I want to have control over them being there. And I want to be able to, you know, like if I'm dating somebody that's wild and they're living in my house, that's different, you know, cause I've agreed to put up with that, but I don't want to be, you know, put in a corner to need to live with somebody like that because somebody else doesn't want to take responsibility or they can't control themselves and nobody's really doing anything about it. I mean, I, I don't really think, you know, with the climate of things, that I really want to deal with that kind of stuff um, for much longer. I'm like, I got to get something going in a different route. So, um, like, I'm thinking on things. Like, I don't know. I haven't even really had the energy or real amount of time. Like, I think um, after, is it after? No, before Juneteenth weekend, I took some days off. Um, but it, I feel like it was just enough cause I had just moved, like it was just enough time to kind of like get me kind of like back to work, having a couple of days off after I moved and then having, um, you know, a three day weekend the next week. Um, and now this week I'm having another three day weekend. So I, I think, you know, it, it's going to be helpful, but yeah, it's just, 
you know, you don't want things to go too far, in all honesty, so, um, yeah, think about it, I mean, people have options, I know there's always, like, the powers that be, like, at, at your job or whatever, that, you know, a lot of times that kind of stuff really calls the shots, but, you know, if you have a, a you know, a decent work environment, then, you know, that's, that's different, but, Alright guys, I think that's it for now. Alright, thanks for listening.